Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Frank and Paul's BS Time. Today is going to be an interesting episode. Paul's not here. He had other engagements. So I invited one of my uh, old-time friends, I guess you could say, or enemy. I wouldn't say enemy, dude, but... Mr. Dean. We've kept in touch after all this time. All this time, yeah. Goes back a ways. It goes back all the way to middle school? Mm, I would say it goes back to ninth grade. Ninth grade. That's, that where, was, that's where we met in that homeroom. That was, that's high, that was high school. Ninth yeah. grade, yeah. First year of high school. Yep, first year of high school. First Goes back to about, four, we were about 14. And that was what, met. like 50 years ago? <laughs> no, but it was probably 38 years ago. 38? Something like that. Wait, 10, 12, 36 years. 36 years I've known 36 you. 36 years. Yeah. And we just went years. to our 30, was that the 35th? Fifth. Correct. That was the 35th uh, reunion. Wait, so how could that be 35 years out of high school, but we've only known each other 36, but we met in ninth grade? I don't know. Okay, whoa, 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 because we're doing the math wrong. You have to go at, let's say I was 14, that was 1984. So 84 to 2003, you're right, it's almost it's almost 40 years. You were correct. That was wrong. <laughs> As usual. Oh, my Just God. so everybody knows, Frank is always right. And if you get a chance to prove him wrong, it, you get a merit badge that you can wear. <laughs> put it on your sash. You can put it on your sash. Exactly. He's very rarely wrong, except for the direction of ceiling fans. Shut the fuck up. That's a long story. Yeah, absolutely. Depends which way you're looking at the fan. Depends on the time of year. Um, <laughs> but why would you say enemies, man? I would just. I don't think you were ever an enemy. No, I'm sure there were times when we didn't get along. Eh, just every all friends are like that. Yeah. So kinda you're an hurt enemy. a little. Kinda so because like to your wide, vast, numerous listeners that you would mention me as an enemy kind of hurts across, my feelings a little. Across the sensitive. world. Across the world, across man. The world. Different continents now think I'm your enemy. That's right. I don't know, buddy. We're kind of like Putin and Trump. (laughs) That's a no win right there. Oh, God. Pick what you would want to (laughs) be. Well, everybody, uh, Dean, my buddy Dean, is the one who writes all the music for uh, all my projects. So the music you just heard in the beginning, guess who wrote it? Dean. So if you ever need music... Read out, reach out to me, and I will uh, reach out to him to get in touch with you. And that's uh, what the hell is it? What? I don't even know my own. What the hell is it? It's uh, your email or yeah, BS Time Pod at yahoo.com. That's BS Time Pod at, at yahoo.com. So plug yourself, man. You're an awesome musician. Um, there's nothing to plug. I mean, what do you mean there's nothing to plug? I basically uh, write a little bit of my own music and mainly put up short two-minute clips on Facebook. So what? They're awesome That's about clips. Because I have found, including myself, that um, most people's attention span doesn't does not go past two minutes. No, they already stopped listening already. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. So I try to keep it to two minutes and under. Sometimes friends, you know, send me this 
link to a video and it's I look at it and as soon as I open it and it says like 38 minutes, I don't even I don't even press play. I can't even press play. Yeah, but they say you have to read at least the first 10 pages of a book. Yeah. Who has time to sit there and watch a 38 minute video? So you say, all right, I'll get back to it. And then you forget because 10 hours of your day goes by working and whatnot. And then you get home and you go, oh, let me watch that 40 minute video. Frank sent me (laughs) my enemy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but you got to at least start it. You don't even start the video? No, because I'll know I'll get back to it. I'll, I'll try and get you back to it. You just said you don't get it depend- back to and it. And it also depends on the content. Okay. If you sent me, hey, Dean, check out this video, and I open it, and it's 40 minutes, and it's on, you know, Warcraft and Dungeons and Dragons and shit and building a forest, <laughs> I'm probably going to skip it. Skip it and skip back to it when I can. <laughs> Which means never. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But you also know when someone's, BS in you because you'll send a if you send them a long video they reply back in a shorter amount of time than it took to watch the whole video <laughs> you know what i mean right it's 38 so, minutes but they responded back in five yeah exactly so you gotcha. know they didn't watch the whole thing no, they, they watched the first couple whatever and they got the gist of it but that's what i do i mean music in general is a very unappreciated art well, you know, what? as you know, absolutely. And other, other than having a good time playing with friends and stuff like that, I really think music was a waste of time. Um, it's, I'll tell you what, the people I've met through music, I have stayed friends with for decades. You know what I mean? So I can't fault it like that. Like take you and me, we met only because of music. Right. Only reason why. And we're and still, I wanted to play in a band. Yeah, it's still we're still here today, you know. And I have a bunch of friends that I became friends with that I'm, you know, I consider good friends. So I think I think music is a gift, and it 100 percent brings people together. Um, but if you if you're thinking of like making it your future and your your main source of financial income, and it's really hard. It, I imagine being like a painter, an artist. It would be super hard too, because people have to appreciate your art, and there's hundreds of thousands of other people doing the same thing you're doing. True. And now, with social media over the last 10, 20 years, I think it's even harder because there's everybody's n- doing it. Everybody's doing it, and there's no holy cow! I've never seen that before. Right. I feel now like I've seen everything. It's kind of it kind of numbs you, I guess. Completely numbs you. I, nothing. Put it this way, music in general is dead. Well. My son, my son Guy would say that. He uses that expression a lot. Yeah. It's dead. Like greeting yeah. cards are dead. Yeah. Nobody sends greeting cards anymore. Well, you can almost apply that to almost everything. Dude, what good music is there anymore? I mean, there's so much sharing that's going on, like through all the different outlets and apps that you can download and Days are gone where you would, you know, go out to a store and actually buy it and feel like you're supporting that artist and you go home and you listen to it from beginning to end and multiple times. You know what I mean? Well, over and over and over again. Well, that was like us with the Iron Maiden, remember? Yeah. I mean, we, we would listen to it from beginning to end. And I remember not understanding when 
I would talk to people about it like in high school or something and say, hey, you know this song? Well, what song is that? I'm like, it's the third song on the first side of the record. <laughs> side one, track side three. Side one, track three. And people are like, no, nah, I have no idea what, what you're talking about. How could you not know? Exactly. You should know all the songs you should know. in the order that they are. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I just never got that. But now, I, and I'm a victim of it too, I just, I make playlists of just the songs I want to hear. Well, that's understandable though, because why do you want to hear music that you don't want to hear? No, but before you would have the whole record. There was a good chance now that you I would don't. like most of the album, yes. Yeah, but now I just pick my favorite songs from each album, or maybe one from one album and two from a different one from an artist, and then I make a little playlist. And you don't have to do that anymore. So, you know, and that's whole, the whole reason why ticket sales are so expensive. They're ridiculous. They're quite insane. Did you see the, the, um, the price of Kiss tickets? <laughs> I think $10 for KISS tickets would be too much. <laughs> oh, you just pissed off a lot of people. <laughs> you pissed off a lot of people uh, right there. I've actually seen KISS. You have, huh? Yes. I have not. 1999, their, their first farewell tour in 99. The first farewell tour. Fast forward to 2023 and they're still on a farewell, on a farewell tour. tour. It was a good show. Well, their, their pyrotechnics are... Uh, Awesome. Oh yeah, the whole show was great. But back then, it w- it was Ace Frehley and Peter Chris. Yeah, so it was good that you know. Now you saw the original original. Yeah, now it's a tribute band. It's well, I mean, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons are still in it, but they do have, you know, I was reading the other day. I mean, even Ace Frehley said, "Hey, you know, you're not really seeing Kiss. You see the tribute band. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not the original lineup. You got two people pretending to be other people." That right. were originally in the band, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. Those guys have—they're brilliant in a marketing sense, in a business sense, and they've made huge amounts of money marketing themselves. I mean, they branded Kiss on just about everything. Of course, that's a smart yeah. way to do things. But you know what else? You know what else about Kiss, though? And I don't want this to be the sound the wrong way to people that like Kiss or anything, but. It was simple music, simple, yeah. good music. It's good, good rock and roll. Yeah, like ACDC. Simple. I, dirty. I love ACDC. I know, but to me, ACDC was simple, dirty, yeah. sloppy rock and roll. Four chords and some distortion, and uh, and look know, how great ACDC is. ACDC was great up to a certain point. Yeah, well, all bands up until yeah. a certain point. And they fell short, and then, but then they came back a little bit better. Some of some them, stuff, yeah. Some of and them, not all of them. My favorite band, Angus Young, was why I started playing guitar, and I've never seen them live. And now Malcolm died, Malcolm Young, and I'm I'll never be able to see the you know original. Version. Yeah, kind of bums me out. Hey, that happens. I mean, uh, Black Sabbath with Dio was one of my favorite bands. And I never seen him live. But you've seen Dio. I saw Dio twice. Right. Yeah. When he was Dio. Yeah. The solo in Poughkeepsie. Like Randy. Randy Rose. I never never got to see Randy. Yeah, I know you were a big Randy freak. Oh my goodness. I remember sitting in your room learning songs for hours and you going over Randy. Does this sound of, right? Listen to this. And I'd be like, Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell what the hell you were doing. <laughs> a lot a lot of Blizzard of Oz, Diver Madman. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. even after that, I mean, that's when I dropped Ozzy was after the second, yeah, Eddie Rhodes album. 
Well, he got a little better again. With what? Squealy Wild there? Zach Wild. Yeah, I mean. Oh, my God. His, I mean, a big success of his was, uh, what was the one? What was the album that had uh, My Mom Coming Home and all that on I it? I don't know, because I didn't listen to uh, Ozzy after uh, Blizzard of Oz or whatever it was. Why can't <laughs> Diary I remember of a man, the name man. of it? No More Tears. Yeah, say don't like it. I think like that's it. what it was called. Don't like it. That's over anyway. I mean, luckily, I'm I'm fortunate I've got, I saw Ozzy. How many times? Just once. You saw Ozzy once? Yeah. And it wasn't with Zach. No, who was with? Jakey Lee. Oh, you like Jakey Lee. I love Jakey Lee, yeah. So that was a treat. I would have liked to have seen him with Zach, but I never got a chance to see him. I saw Maiden. Did you see Maiden? I have not seen Maiden. See, that's... But you could still see him. So you better go. I could still. I saw, wait, I saw the Iron Maidens. Yeah, not the same. <laughs> they were actually pretty good. They're missing a couple things, anatomy-wise. Anatomy-wise, but they were better to look at. Than, yeah, I'm uh, sure they were. Then Steve Harris? Come on. Steve Harris. I don't know about that. I mean, I the only thing I fell in love with Steve Harris was his Lado bass. Yeah, he was good. That he never played. Yeah. But back to the whole music thing. I mean, that's that's the whole... All of us, I think, anybody that picks up an instrument, I think, at one point or another, well, just had... just think about just think about when we were in high school, how huge music was. It was huge, metal, rock. You could get. It was so. It just seemed so easy to put a band together and just go play places. And there was places to play all all over, and yeah. they were always packed. Yeah. What's the most famous place here in Orange County? The Militia Mansion. You remember the Militia Mansion? <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't say it's the most famous place oh, in Orange God, County. Oh, God, that place was always packed, man. Really? Come on now. <laughs> of a place to practice or a venue you're talking well, they about? They used to play. They yeah. used to have gigs there. Yeah, like, really? Real, like, I've never been there. Other bands play. We, I played never there. Never been there. And... You played there in a band? Yeah. Oh. I would have said The Chance. I was going to oh, say The, the chance. chance. Well, The Chance is historic yeah. here in this yeah. area. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm talking about back when... Yeah, wait, back when, back when. That was right around the corner from, we used to play at the class of 57. Yeah, and we used yeah. to practice at the factory. It was called the factory. Upstairs. Upstairs, yeah. Yep. So, wasn't that the Melissa... No, the Melissa, Melissa Mansion? Mansion was across the street. Oh, okay. See, again, I've never been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Because the chance, back when we were in school, regular small high school bands didn't really have the opportunity like they did later on. No. No. I mean, I played the chance probably, honestly, probably 20 times with, with various what? bands. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was easier to play, but again, it was hard to get there too because you had to sell tickets. Sell and, tickets. Yeah, Half the time you bought right. some of the tickets yeah. yourself. Yeah. So it's very hard to pursue a career. I do know a few musicians who are making a go of it. Yeah. People we knew or people I've gotten to know recently over the last 10 years that you know but it's hard they have to constantly find their next gig i'm sure you know what i mean it's not it's not well even they're more of a hired gun there you go a hired gun yeah. yeah you know what i mean well that's how it always was i mean back in back in our a... day i mean you just it, you just had to fall in the right spot and have the right thing and and go with it i mean it wasn't like you could just say hey i want to be a rock star <laughs> Right. And I and I'll admit I kind of gave up by the time I hit maybe 23, yeah. 24. I just didn't even care about it anymore. And knowing the people I know now that tour and 
you know, they're in some pretty huge named acts. They're never home. You know what I mean? Well, of course. I mean, their their kids grow up and they're not there for a ton of stuff. Yeah. I mean, even though they're always posting stuff like, oh, I'm living the dream, you know. Living my dream. But I would have hated not seeing my kids grow up just to be a hired hand. Now, if I was in like Aerosmith, that's a different story. That's a different story. You know what I mean? If I was in Led Zeppelin, yeah. Well, don't you know one of the uh, guitar players in Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Yeah. I mean, I don't know him well. I mean, we've gotten together a couple times and we've chit chat through social media. That's cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't talk to him on a regular basis, but yeah, he's, he's always on the road and, uh, always trying to find, you know, his next, next gig thing to do. I mean, he was in white snake and then he left night ranger to go into white snake. And then David Coverdale announces he's going to retire. So now <laughs> he doesn't done. have white snake anymore. So yeah. now he's got to find, you know, something else more permanent than just, you know, right. A seasonal thing like TSO. All right. You know, so who, I don't know if I'd want to live like that. I mean, well, you have to be, you would have to be someone like a Van Halen or a, a, a driving icon in the band in order to back, really sustain. I would say in the eighties and early nineties. Yes. Now people will take this the wrong way. I just think you have to write one crappy, cheesy song. One hit wonders. You know, it's not a matter of how talented you are as a musician. It's just, it's a over processed, regurgitated, you know, <laughs> all this stuff. I can't even, I can't, I don't know about you, but I can't listen to the radio, man. I, well, I listen, I listen, believe it or well, not, I listen to mostly AM, but, but music wise, music wise, it's just PDH. And that's even classic I mean, rock. Yeah. I mean, I mean but, even now, now they're starting to play like, a lot of Maiden, Judas Priest, all the shit that we listen to. That's like classic, classic rock at this point. Now, yeah. Isn't yeah. it weird? You're like classic, homo classic rock and roll. It's like, well, oh, think shit. about it, dude. When I first started playing and I was like learning, let's say I was listening to Zeppelin and I was learning Jimmy Page stuff and everything. What year did Bonham die and they broke up? I mean, I was probably learning that stuff in like 81. Right. And I think Bonham died in 80, 79 or 80. And I felt like they were classic rock back then. Meanwhile, they had only been finished for like a year or two. Right. Let's see. Well, I could tell you when he died. They've been John Bonham, not Bonhams. <laughs> It'll still come up. What Let's year did he die? 1980. Uh, 1980. Died September 25th, 1980. Right. So 81, 82, learning all the Zeppelins, I thought I was learning like classic rock. They were still new, you know what I mean? Right, right. And I never thought of it that way. Right. You know? Did you, like when you no. were a kid, you did Did you think they were a, a new band? Yeah, basically. Oh, really? Yeah. I always thought I they were like old school music, not no, that 70s music, you know? Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, 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 I guess you're right, yeah. That's just how I thought of them. And then they were still relevant. Very relevant. Very relevant. Yeah, yeah. but I just it, it I just never made that connection. But now now they're definitely classic classic rock. Now they're definitely classic yeah. classic. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic 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 rock. <laughs> so, and yeah. I guess they're still kicking things around here and there. I don't think they're doing much. Are Not they? much, but they're still they're still around. Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. They're the only ones left. What about the bass player? What was his name? 
John Paul John, Jones. John Paul Jones. Is he alive still? Yeah, I think he is still alive. I think he is. I saw him when Hart was doing a tribute honoring them. And John Paul Jones, who's a character and a half. Yeah, he's still he's alive. He's still alive, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk about a... Um, well, no, that's that's a different John Paul Jones. That's in a, There he is right there. Yeah, that one is. Doesn't say he's dead. Who's who's the guy with the bicentennial hat on? <laughs> that's uh, that's Scottish a Scottish American naval, naval captain. captain. No, yeah. not that. He John didn't play Paul bass does. for Led Zeppelin. No, 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 no. Yeah, and he looks better now than he did in Led Zeppelin, right? Well, he's probably off whatever he was on. Yeah, man. Or he's still on it, and it just preserved him. That's it. Kind of like the Rolling Stones. You know what? I never liked the Rolling Stones till I got older. I still don't like them. I can definitely appreciate and respect what they did. Really? Yes. Nah, I can't. I just don't. Just a lot of touring. Just all the hits they pumped out. Well, that's true, yeah. You know what I mean? Well. You know, some people their whole life try to get one song. Well, these guys in all these bands here just pumped them out one after the other. Like the Stones and the Who. Well, all and the ones from back then. The Beatles. The Beatles. Sing out of tune. <laughs> yeah, the Beatles. I mean, they just wrote hit after hit after hit after hit yeah. after hit. Yeah. Why? Because w- was it the drugs? No, they just, they had a talent, man. They knew how to write songs. They were writing the songs themselves as a band where I feel now, today, there's a lot of writers out there that sell their songs to all these Boy bands and you know what you I mean. Do, that's what you make your money on. What the hell? They might be able to sing, but do they have the talent to actually write a hit song? Well, I song? think there's guys like Bruno Mars. Well, that's different. Yeah, I I happen to really, really like Bruno Mars. I think he's a great songwriter he's, and a great musician. I mean, he plays multiple right. instruments, and his voice is great. He knows how to put the song together. Together, they're catchy. They're fucking. They got a lot of funk. Good. Yeah, got a lot of seventies funk to it, and they're whatnot. awesome. I do, I do like Bruno Mars. Yeah, so that's he's like a what we would consider a musician from back in our yeah, I would our, yeah, uh, like Prince music era, like Prince. He was beyond. Yeah, I would say Prince is at the top of was beyond he musicianship. Was beyond. Yeah, yeah, and he wrote for a lot of other artists too. He had that same talent, like Led Zeppelin, Who, Queen. Right, they knew how to write songs. It was just natural, raw talent. And nobody, the other gripe I have is nobody masters their craft anymore, instrument-wise. True. Back in the you 70s, 80s, 90s, I mean, they, all the great drummers and, you know, who, you know what I mean? The only great drummers today were are the same great drummers from 20 years ago. Right. You know what I mean? Or guitar well, players. Well, I think a lot of, I think, I really think that this is my opinion, of course. Modern day guitar players are just copycat guitar players. There are. I know you go a lot deeper into there a are bunch some, of guys. Well, but, if you dig into just instrumental music, yeah, there's a lot of great guitar players that, and I love just instrumental guitar, which kind of started back like Joe Saturani made it huge back in the day in the 80s and um there's some bands not even just solo guitar players there's complete bands that do nothing but just instrumental music right great 
I mean, the guitar, and they're young. Yeah. Mid to late twenties, and their playing is just ridiculous. But uh-huh. that's also contributed to everything's at their fingertips. Right. When we were kids, you had to, you know, I remember going to the store with my parents, and I'd run right to the magazine section, oh, and I would get look the tabs. For, I would look for guitar magazine, guitar player, guitar world, whatever I could, and see what tabs were in. Right. Remember, that? I didn't have much money, and I was like, all right, I have to choose which one i which want tab i want this one has a song i like plus the almond brothers but this one has <laughs> you know right. yeah i mean it's just like and that's how we learned and then sometimes well, there was nothing you ever and then you had to learn by ear you had to learn by ear yeah which i got really lazy like when playing in the cover bands that i played in you know yeah i didn't even feel like learning them. i would just jump on youtube and be like oh that's how it goes i still do that too yeah i don't and the main reason why is because I don't have anything to back in the day I had my boom box that had that skew <laughs> rewind. So I could press I could keep the play button in and I can go yep, right back, back to the forth. spot I want. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. on your computer you gotta stop, take your hand off the guitar, put click the mouse and drag it. It's <laughs> it seems to be too much effort. You know effort. what I mean? Yeah. If I had that, I would love to have a boom box again. I then everything was, would have to be on cassette. I remember it was silver, right? That yes, box? it was silver. It yeah, was I a remember Panasonic, that. Yeah. Yeah. And it recorded. <laughs> we used to play so loud. I, mean, I know. It would record perfect. It had a good uh, Those condenser attenuation mics it. Yeah. on it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was really, really good, man. So, you know. But I still think a lot of guitar players are just copycats. I mean. Well, you have to start somewhere and you have to learn from, you know, your influences. Yeah, but. Give an example. Yeah, I'm calling you out, buddy. Give an example. Who's a copycat guitar player? They're all copycats. They all sound like someone else. It's like they don't have their own sound. You mean today's guitar players? Yeah. Well, first of all, not to use this phrase again, but I really do feel in mainstream pop music, guitar is dead. Oh, yeah. There's The guitar solo is dead. Yeah. You need to be part of that older generation the, that whole um, the gen the x generation that still goes and sees bands that play every summer at a speedway right hey let's go see poison hey ario speedwagon still playing you know mm-hmm. that's the song structure is totally different right that's now there's no guitar in there's no guitar songs. solos no none at all i hope it comes back one day but well you never know things go through cycles right yeah, they go through cycles, but that's why I listen to these. I, I'll still listen to these younger instrumental bands because it's still guitar oriented. So it, it interests me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you like more of that uh, uh, progressive stuff. Progressive. Yes. See, I never cared. Like for the Dream pro- Theater. <laughs> Favorite band in the world. I know. Dream Theater is one of the reasons why I stopped playing bass. <laughs> Frank, it was just because you were scared, man. You got scared. No, I got frustrated. I was like, "It scared you." Fuck John, this. my young, scared you, buddy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you, you he gotta, really did. Got to overtake that. I was it. I was done. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a long time to pick up the bass. Again. They could be intimidating. When I first heard John Petrucci, I was definitely like, "This guy is he an alien? Is he from outer space? Is it <laughs> fake?" You know, he was he was definitely out of the box playing and whatnot. But then the more you listen to it, the more you listen to it. It's like anything else. It's like understanding. Um, some type of uh, like a, th- a a theory or something yeah, like but, that. You know what I mean? But it, to me, it just starts to all sound the same, though. After a while, 
It does. It does. But see, my favorite all the music's like that. My favorite uh, Dream Theater album is the one with the heart on the front, the Sacred Heart. Is that the one yes. with the, the girl? And that's the, the, and the second heart? album, Images and Words. It, that's it, Images and Words. I like yes. that album. That's a great album. That one song. That that I one think. song is just like. Bizarre. You're talking about uh, where they're. Oh my god! My head, but yes, I heard that and I was like, "Oh my god, you kidding me?" That's a good one. <laughs> what the heck is the name of that song? Now you're gonna make me think about it. <laughs> but yes, I know the song you're talking about. Yeah, I'm more of a Steve Harris guy. Well, well, dude, I mean, you still listen to. I love you know again on my playlist when Die with Your Boots comes on or something. I'm like, this right. is just so good. Well, I know you I know annoy I mean? you every time I get free uh, uh, XM radio, and you send me t- you send me little screenshots on your from your flip phone. That's right. So when I open it on my I mean. smartphone, it's a thumbnail about the size <laughs> of maybe uh, what acid used to come on when we were little when we were in high school. Those right. little squares you could barely even see what the picture is. You know what I mean? Right. I know it annoys you, but I keep. It doing doesn't it. annoy me. It, it, I get excited too when when songs from the past come on. But you don't have. That's the thing. You got to step into the new technology. That's your problem. You have a flip phone. All this is great, but the reason why you get excited when those songs come on, like Ozzy's Boneyard, and you have because you don't have a playlist. I've heard them seventeen times that week already. No, I don't have playlist. a playlist. No. Right. Get a playlist, dude. Why do if I you need don't a playlist? want. So you can listen to those songs all the time then. I have them all on CD. Well, how how often do you actually pop a CD in? I've got my CD player right over there. I come down here yeah. and I'll listen to CDs. But the, the most common place to listen to music is your car. Well, see now, I listen to the news in my car. Yeah, I can't listen to the news. I no. block it out. Yeah. It's, it's all garbage. It's all... You got to know what's going on in the world. One... Network says this. One net network says A. The other network says B. Another right. network says C. Don't get me started. I'm not going to get it's you started. It's all part of brainwashing. <laughs> it is. It's propaganda. Yeah. Well, let's just stick to music, man. Let's not get stick into to music. Let's not get into news and stuff let's like stick that. Stick to music. Music with uh, music and bands was a big part of high school in our time. Yes, and at least our high school. I'll say, it kept me out of trouble, believe it or not, because all I wanted to do was play guitar and listen to music. And I would come home from school, even on a Friday Practice, night. Right. The exciting thing for me was I, I could stay up as late as I want and yeah. like learn songs. Yeah. And that's what I did all night, you know? So I never really got into the drinking or whatever until I was probably 19 or 20. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe 18, 18, 19, 20. But that was just some bad influence people, but it never really took over you know right because I mean? music well, was good. the main priority right because i don't see how you could play drunk oh well, i don't know there's people that do it like slash the way <laughs> he used to <laughs> like a lot of them out there i'm sure yeah and it's horrendous it's it's a train wreck you right, know what i mean right when that happens i have a hard time playing straight sometimes <laughs> <laughs> me too especially now that i'm older man right i just can't i can't even enough. see yeah the guitar is the perfect distance <laughs> That reading glasses don't work, <laughs> and when you take your glasses off, you can't see because you need glasses. You know, right, it's the perfect distance. Well, away. you know, it was such a pain in the ass for me it was uh, being in the cover band playing. I yeah. can't remember. I can't remember lyrics for shit. 
Me neither. So I'd have to wear my glasses to, and I'd have to print the lyrics out. But would you sing? Some songs I sang, yeah. Right. But would you read lyrics on songs you weren't singing on? No. Okay. No, no, no. no. I was going to say, that's just too much. I had cheat sheets, though, of songs that I never yeah. really wanted to learn. I would just write the chords down. Yeah. And then I would, and the lyrics would be there so I knew where it was in the song. And then I could just play off of that. All right. Here's a question for you. Would yeah. you rather play in a cover band or an original with people who share your same love of the type of music? Well, I did both. I know, but which but one I'd rather, rather play go? in a cover band. People, See? I think, enjoy the cover band much more. They just don't enjoy yeah. original music. I'd rather play in an original project. Really? Yes. Really. To me, just ending practice and people going, all right, let's pick the next three songs for next practice. I want to do... <laughs> and you're like, oh, I hate all three of those songs. Well, I hated all the songs I played in the I cover know. band. You but hated they, every single one of them. But they were fun. You know, it was great yeah. to see people, you know, enjoying them. And Or when you're in a cover band and <laughs> you show up to practice knowing all the songs... And there's always that one person who doesn't know. We didn't even. Oh, you know, I didn't get to it. I've been busy, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, you the single guy with no wife or kids? And <laughs> yeah, I have. You know, married kids, taking them to games and stuff, and what? I learned the songs. They're or not- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or you learn the songs, but the other people learn the songs, but they don't learn them correctly. Dude, the worst. The worst is when. Someone doesn't realize that it's tuned down a half step and they learn it in standard tuning. Right. And it's not played it's the right way. It's not played no, right. You can't do it the right way. Well, you can actually. Well, not on guitar, especially if there's open strings. That's true. So if I learn the, the correct way and right. I bring an extra guitar, right. And I'm that guitar's tuned down. Uh-huh. Now I'm playing a half step down and you're playing standard. Correct. Now you have to learn it a step down the way the song is really done. Right. Correct? Yeah. That's where the problem comes in. For guitar. No, for bass. No. Learn it the right way. See, this is no, exactly the, the problem the you have. No, no, no. Just here's learn the it thing. the right way. No, no, no. When, when I joined the one band I was in with Paul and Dave, remember mm-hmm. that band? I think so. Um, MOG. Yes. They gave me a tape. They're like, here, learn these 20 songs, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I learned the songs. Paul never told me (laughs) was tuned down a half step. Right. So I learned them all in standard tuning. Right. So the only. So I played every song in standard tuning and he played them at practice or live? Both. I never. You couldn't hear the difference? There was no difference. I'm still hitting the right note. Because you don't play chords on a bass. Oh, I see what you're saying. So on bass, right. you can get away with that. On guitar, I can understand you can't. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. right. So, so right. So guitar, you would, especially if you if there's open strings, you have to tune down you to have learn to. the song correctly. But on bass, you don't. You just have to no, learn it differently. You right, you'd have to learn it differently. But yeah. there are some bass players who can't get... Just moving everything a half step down, so you, <laughs> so you're in tune. So you're in tune. Well, here's another funny story. When I was doing the uh, another cover, do cover band thing, we had a yeah. keyboard player, and he was a was real the one that I saw you in. 
No. Devil's Cry or something? Or? No, this was before that one. And he was a classical musician. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he was a real musician. Right. Whereas we were we were musicians, right. but we weren't like... You weren't trained. You couldn't trained. read music. Right, 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 right. So we were telling them, these songs are tuned to E flat. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he was actually playing in the key of E flat. You understand? And what what instrument was he playing? Keyboard. Yeah, so that one worked. <laughs> so right. we would always be like, man, this sounds what the hell's going right. on here? And when, and when I kept saying to him, You sure you're you do, oh yeah, yeah, you told me it's E flat. And then one day you realized I said, Oh, you know what? He's actually playing in E flat. We're just tuned down a step. Right. And once we were talking on the same level. Right. And he understood. That we were idiots and we were really all, all the problems of playing in a band. See now, yeah. if you were in a an original project, no problem. It's no problem. We're all tuned to the same stuff. That's right. You come with your ideas. You throw them around a little bit. See what pieces fit. But nobody likes original. Original with no vocals. Yeah, Singer, singers are tough. Boring. Yeah, singers are tough to come by. Yeah. Well, come by and sometimes deal with. Deal no with. No offense yeah. to any singers out there, but. <laughs> It's I very rarely have I been in a band where the singer was not an issue. Yeah. Like well, showing up or guitar players too though. Guitar players are douches. They are. They are. They, they, they they're uh, they, you know what they have a problem with? What? Volume. <laughs> I know I I know I've had a problem with it. My whole life I've had a problem with just being too loud. And they always tell the bass player to turn down. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah. They should be felt, not heard. That's right. That one John time. Entwistle. So then turn down. No. Because if I can hear you, overfeeling you, then you're too loud. <laughs> but in order to get that thump, you need the volume. You need the power. Yeah, you need the power. But yeah, most guitar players have a problem with uh, stage volume. Especially stage if volume. they're playing with a drummer that hits hard. That's a hard hitter. Yes. Then it's very difficult. It is very you difficult. I mean? For the whole band to, to come together. But... Again, at, at my age, I, I or our age, I have no interest in playing in a band. Plus, yeah, my hearing is shot. Well, of course, it's all these years of loud, loud, loud music. Yeah, it's terrible. I can't even put the TV on, and I can't hear a single thing of anybody else in the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm constantly what? Uh huh. What? what? Sometimes I'm on the phone at work, and I pretend that I heard what the person said. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Because I just can't hear. Oh, man. Phones are even worse. That could be bad. Yeah, it could be. Who knows what I've agreed to over the years. Yeah, exactly. You know? (laughs) Yeah, but playing in the bands was fun, I guess. Yeah, no. Again, I wouldn't change anything. Sometimes, though, I wish that I took all that time practicing guitar and and exchanged it for learning something different, like... Being but, a doctor or a lawyer or, you know what I mean? But that just wasn't in our DNA. Yeah. So unfortunately you do, you do, you do, you practice, 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 practice. That's the other thing that stinks about playing an instrument is how much time you put in trying to get better and better and better. better. And, better. and then pe- and people just don't even care. You know what no, I mean? No, you don't. Like every time I've ever played out original or cover band wise – you get paid crap. <laughs> you can't do it for the pay. No. 
You no. got to do it because you enjoy doing it. Right. You enjoy lugging all that equipment around. Right. So let's go back to being an artist. If I painted a picture and it took me a couple hours and somebody actually bought it for what you think it's worth, it might take three weekends of playing out just to get one, the yeah. same amount of pay I don't as know. an artist painting a picture. I think artists are in the same boat though. They definitely are. People have because to really appreciate your, you well, can't be a cover artist. No. You know, and say, oh, I'm, I'm doing copies of all other artists. Yeah, right. <laughs> like a cover band would. Yeah, I think cover bands, was, especially in this area here, was the way to go. Yeah, and there were a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There were a lot of them. And some are really good, bands. and some are, yeah, but. Some are so-so. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of good cover bands. There were a lot of good original bands, too, that I thought were going to go someplace and never went anywhere, so. Nah, nobody likes originals unless you have a hit, unless somehow you get a hit, and then all of a sudden everybody loves Dude, you. look at, remember, like, DC Star? Yeah. And even Zebra? Well, Zebra I mean, Zebra had a couple, but. I see you, the key word there was kinda. Well, that's because Rush. That's because of Rush. Yeah, but you think they'd make it bigger because of Rush, because if people like Rush, they'd like them. They had like two records maybe that sold and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then what do you do from there? They still play the chance every once in a while. It's it's a thankless business, man. It is. It is. It's it a is. Thankless Unless business. you do something that people want. The, the, the one only time that I ever felt really good, like really good, like, wow, this is great, was... The, the cover band I was in, okay, Johnny and I learned Boris the Spider right. from The Who, mm -hmm. and just him and I played it. Right. And, and I enjoyed sang. that. The place went crazy. Yeah. People were coming up to us, oh my God, that well, was the greatest thing ever. La, 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 la. Frank, I saw that. I went to one of those shows. You didn't see me do uh, Boris the no, Spider. No, but I saw you do all the other songs, half of... I didn't never even know what they were. I never heard because they were like B-sides of artist stuff. People don't want to hear that, which goes back to the whole, you know, when I said, yeah, let's do these three songs for next practice. And I hated all three. And you said, but that's what the people want to hear. That's what people want to hear when you, when they go out to a they bar. They want to hear originals. But let me ask you this. How badly do they want to hear it when every video of a cover band you see on social media the crowd talking is almost as loud as the band. <laughs> right? Yeah. You can't, it's just like, sh that's another thing. Nobody care. It's just, you're there just to, for atmosphere. Atmosphere, yeah. I would love to see a cover band just shut the PA off. Right, just stand there. And all of a sudden, everybody could hear themselves talking, they'd be quiet. And then all of a sudden, they're quiet. And they're like, <laughs> thank you, now we'll we'll start up again. Right, right. You guys would just shut the hell up. <laughs> shut the <laughs> That's what they do all the time, man. They just talk. <laughs> they, you, you go see a known band, every show I've ever seen, nobody talks that much through it. You can't. People are enjoying the music. Plus, they're too damn Plus loud. Plus, it is loud. Yeah, it's a little too loud to talk. Yeah. What are some of the best bands you ever saw growing up? Now, you know I like heavy metal, right? You know I like heavy rock and all that stuff. Yeah, I do too. I have to admit... All right, well, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna. Can I guess? Go ahead. You're gonna say Slayer. Nope. Okay. 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 Is it in that genre? Nope. Oh, okay. The, so I name? have to admit, the best band I saw live was the Eagles. Very good. 
I I would love to see. Well, see now that uh, Glenn Fry Glenn Fry passed, it would su- it's going to suck. And but I, I would love see to him still see him. I saw him with Glenn. That's Fry. awesome, man. See now, one of my favorite shows yeah. is almost the same thing. What is it? Because you know, Maiden, Metallica, yep. Dream Theater, yeah. One of the best shows I have ever seen was Heart. Really, they were amazing. Nice. Yeah, I was totally blown away. That's one of those things where you're like, oh, they're actually not that bad. <laughs> they were really good. I really, really enjoyed it. Really? It was amazing. That's cool, though. You know what? If you're talented and the band is good, um, I remember just recently, about two summers ago, I went to Bethel Woods. Some friends of ours had tickets, and it was for John Fogarty. Yeah. And I was like, mm. <laughs> dude, it, it kicked ass. The whole I, I enjoyed every song. Nice. It was so energetic. You know, and of course they had, he had a great band. He had a uh, Tony Franklin from, do you remember Blue Murder? Yes. The band Blue Murder? Yep, yep. He was on bass. Yep. Okay. And then he had the, uh, what's it called? The drummer that, uh, Kenny Arnott. That Arnoff. Kenny familiar. Arnoff. Bold he? guy. He's in everything. Okay. He plays for everybody. Yeah. So the band was really good. I mean, it was an amazing, amazing show. That's cool. Yeah, it was really great. So again, if the music is good, the band is good, there's energy. That's great. It's going to be good, yeah. Because I've seen top-notch bands that completely sucked. Yeah. I've seen a couple professional bands fuck up songs. What? What? I'll tell you my worst. Okay. One of my worst shows. One early on was... Guns N' Roses during Appetite for Destruction tour. Really? They couldn't get out of their own way. Really? Just so drunk, so just forgetting words. Slash was unbelievably sloppy forgetting everything. Really? I was like, this is just terrible. It was a train wreck. <laughs> it's just terrible. And the second horrible show, mm-hmm. and I had seen this band multiple times before this, but it was the Van Halen reunion, the first reunion with David Lee Roth. Okay. And Eddie was just a complete mess. Really? Actually apologized on the mic. He goes, I'm really sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm just so fucked up right now. That's what he said. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was like, this is just bad. Like, Dude, I want my money back. <laughs> I mean, it was cool to see him, but the other times I saw him, it was just phenomenal. Yeah. You know? It's a hit or miss sometimes. Well, yeah. They're human. Well, I just think he was a... I just think it's the time, it's the period of time in their life. In their life. Like, yeah. I'll bet you if you go see Guns N' Roses now, where they're all sober and everything, they're probably great. Well, I don't know. Axl Rose didn't sound Yeah, I mean, sound-wise and everything, but they're probably, <laughs> they're probably tighter than they were they, back in 1988, so. you know, or 87 the, or 88. I saw Guns N' Roses at the fairgrounds, That's and right, they were them. great. Who op- They opened for someone, Aerosmith. Right? That's the show I'm talking about. I they thought were they great. sucked there. They were terrible. I didn't think they were terrible. You sure it was the same show? Because I saw them yeah, there twice. it was for Aerosmith. It was Aerosmith. Aerosmith came out and just wiped the floor with them. Oh, Aerosmith, yeah. They were amazing. And then when they were playing When Lightning Strikes, a fucking thunderstorm came through. Yeah. It was classic. That, I was at that same show. I thought they played fine. Maybe I wasn't. Slash uh, was, he came out to do a solo. He's <laughs> just all over the place. It yeah. just was sloppy. Feeding, you know, the feedback he couldn't control. and. Axel with his little fits. 
Well, the one band that the one band that I saw a couple. T- I saw my one of my second favorite bands is Blue Oyster Cult. You know that, and soft, I love Soft White Underbelly. No, that after that, but know. Uh, you know I love Buck Darm. Buck yes. Darm, very <clears throat> one of the greats. He is one of the greats. Yes, but I remember there was one or two shows I went to where he was just fumbling around. Oh, I'm sure, and I was like, oh, this sucks. You're ruining the show for me, dude. <laughs> that I feel like a band like Bloister Cult, especially around that time, has those on and off nights. But some of these bands, they would have a, a whole tour that would just be a train wreck. Wow, that would be bad. Like right now, probably Motley Crue oh, tours yeah. a train wreck. Well, my, well, McMarsh stopped right in the middle of their tour, didn't he? Uh, I don't know the whole reason why. And he's then he not admitted the that anymore. half half the shows are. Uh, recorded but they got john five to replace him and i like that guy do you yes but then again now it's not motley crew now it's a cover band (laughs) well vince neal you know what i mean as long as he's still in it you got Nikki six and tommy lee still in it it's a majority of the band i guess majority rules he's picking up because mick mars face it the guy's in bad shape like oh yeah well he was he's got that disease where his bones will just break or whatever (laughs) So I don't know if you ever saw the video where a fan jumps on the stage and knocks him over accidentally. (laughs) He he falls over like a statue. Does he? Yeah. Oh man. It's just bad. So I don't, I don't blame him. Right. How could you do that much touring? Being sick. And worried about breaking bones and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Well, he's a trooper, man. He was a true. Yeah. He probably seems like the most level-headed guy in the band though. I think Nikki six is probably level-headed now too now. i've listened to his podcast and stuff and he seems like he's gotten his act did together you, did you see that one documentary with or that movie about them yes the dirt that was yes. something else that day. if it was all true which supposedly it was oh my god that would be pretty crazy Frank. pretty crazy <laughs> oh to be a rock star yeah I, that's another thing too if anything i was the type of kid where that would have went straight to my head. And right. Oh, I, yeah. It would have ended in disaster. Ab- absolutely. So it's a blessing that nothing ever happened with music <laughs> with me because it it would have totally... I was a cocky kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we... You and I both have the the uh, uh, the gift of sarcasm. <laughs> sarcasm, but I, I would... I would I was cocky, too. Like, uh-huh. I think if you were in a... Like, back then, if you were playing in a band and they got signed and you got the tour and maybe you were open for Priest or Maiden or something, I think you would be pretty level-headed about it. Uh, I would be a mess. I'd be, like, drunk I mean, every night. To tell you the truth, we came pretty close, Dave, Paul, and I. Uh, we came very close. That was a different time. But That was uh, the grunge time, buddy. I'm, you know, we came close, and I think about that sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, where would I be, man? I'd probably be... How close? Did you have a contract in front of you? We no. All right. We did have a contract, but we had uh interest. Yeah. Okay. That uh for whatever reason uh things got in the way and stuff, you know. Yeah. Whatever. But uh I don't know where I would have been, to tell you the truth. Yeah, you were back but see you were older too. This is older. Yeah. I was I what? Thirty? Like, yeah. Thirties? By the time I was 30, I, I had gotten everything out of me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think <laughs> you would have been okay. Man, yeah, know. you would have been I okay. I don't know. I don't Did know. you have children already? Know. No. 
You don't know hmm. what would be presented to you and Yeah, but I think you it's a lot different. Like 18, 19, 20 years old. That forget it. Would you don't done. give a shit about anything. Done. No, you're invincible. 30, I was definitely well, uh, see, now you had more re- grounded. You had a reason to be cocky, though, man, because not to toot your own horn. You toot Let's your not horn, even toot it. But, Let's uh, not even go tooting. Be realistic now. Back in that time, you were in, I would say, have to say at least the top five guitar players. At in, least the top in, five. In, in a certain zip code? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. who was who on was, my street? I was in the top five now. guitar players on my street. Who, who was better than you and your brother? Oh, I don't know, dude. I mean, who was better than you? There were a lot of guitar players. That Come were on, at that dude, time, growing up in the area, there were a lot of killer guitar players. Yes, absolutely. Like my buddy Joe, Joe Guerreri. Oh, boy. there's a plug, Joe. You owe me. <laughs> he was. I first time I saw him, I was blown away. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. There were a lot of good guitar players. What was he doing at when we were doing it? Um, He was doing the same thing we were. Yeah. A lot of cover bands doing Maiden and Priest and stuff. And then as he got older. Um, Come he on. Was, we, were, we were the original. No. We were the original no. Iron Maiden tribute band. I don't think so, dude. Come there on. were a lot Who of bands out there. Who was doing Iron Maiden tribute at that time? No, the, the, the early eighties. Well, I didn't see a lot of people doing Iron Maiden, but I'm sure there were around the world, but not in this well, area. Well, there probably about weren't a lot. Yeah, regionally here. Yeah, regionally here. Yeah, but you also have to keep in mind that our realm really didn't go further than where we lived. Because at that age, how often did we go over across the bridge to Dutchess County to see? All that group of people. You know how many high school bands there were probably doing Maiden? A lot. I don't think that's to the, the we way were, we were doing it. Nah, I just think, I, I don't know if I agree with you on that. I just no. think that we were in our own bubble and we Come couldn't on. see past the bubble. That's why you think that. We had Metal Town. Was it Middletown? Remember, oh. it was Metaltown. Everybody came Dude, to our area. We had the Militia Mansion, man. Everybody came to our area because our area was. Yeah, I don't. Now, now my friend big. Joe. Is from Dutchess County, uh-huh. and it was like a whole different world on that side, but doing the same thing. Yeah, they were doing the same stuff. You know what? We got to get Joe on on a show so he could talk the business about the business. What do you mean the business about the business? <laughs> what does that mean? He's in, he's entrenched in the music industry. Is he? Not? Oh, you see his posts with like swim the current and stuff like that. Yeah, he's entrenched in the. Yeah, music he's industry, getting his so he's getting his feet wet on it. Which that's is, great. I'm very I'm very proud of him. <laughs> great. I'm we got to get him to him. come over and uh, shoot the. Yeah, BS. maybe he'll, maybe he'll listen to this and get inspired to do I'm it. Sure, he won't. But no. <laughs> Are you friends with him on Facebook? Yes. I am. All right. So if you pop it up and put my name in capital letters or something, maybe he'll see it and go, oh, shit, I got to listen to this oh, if God. Dean was on Dean it. Dean was on there. Oh, Forget about be it. a train wreck. I got... <laughs> but, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we did. That, right, so that was great. Well, Frank, man, thanks for having me here this today, buddy. It was great buddy. to talk to you, man, about the good old days, uh, music and uh, playing in bands and hanging yeah. out and everything. Maybe you'll have me again one day. Absolutely. I'd like to get like uh, 
whole bunch of us together and and, and talk about just from it. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would mean be that awesome. would be. I think that would be funny. I mean, this board can support up to uh, eight. <laughs> eight mics. We'll all be talking over one another. <laughs> well, we'd have to follow proper etiquette. It'd be nice if we came in too, and if it was all guitar players, and we brought our guitar in too. That's not a bad idea. I think that would be pretty cool. What was that? Uh, remember the song that had the all the lead guitar players playing? Hearing aid. That's it. We're stars. We should do our own hearing aid and have all you guys come over and uh, that'd be actually kind of cool. Maybe we could do a little acoustic thing or something, or yeah, sing some harmonies. I'm, I don't know about singing, <laughs> but uh, we, you can we can do some acoustic deal, buddy. <laughs> sing me a song. You're a dancer. <laughs> You're a singer, you dumbass. Oh, see, you know, if my wife listens to this, she's going to absolutely laugh because you, when you said you could never get lyrics, I don't know lyrics at all, and I'm always screwing them up. So it's always the same. I'm always changing words around. So, so anyway. You get to get you get me a bunch of guitar players that are willing to do oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take control and, and help you do another pod, uh, podcast, buddy. Yeah, and that would, I think that would be great. Yeah, we could do that. That's awesome, man. Well, I do appreciate you coming out today, Dean. Frank, thank you very much for having me, buddy. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. And we'll we'll exit with a little tunage. Tunage? Yeah, don't you? Don't oh, you yeah, your, your tunage. My tunage, yeah. <laughs> song that you wrote. Put it, down, put it on at the end. I'm going to put it on right now. All right. There it goes. This is a uh, Dean hit. Listen to it. There it goes. It's going to fade out soon. All right, everybody, take care. (laughs)